Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Welcome to this week's edition of the Geekly Planet, where we talk about all the things that we're geeking out about. We hope that you enjoy this week's episode with your hosts, Pat Aldridge, TJ Tamer, and Trey Pierce. Hey everybody, welcome into this week's edition of the Geekly Planet that's probably a week and a half later, whatever, but you know, whatever. Uh, we here at the Geekly Planet believe that we all geek out about something, and you have once again chosen to listen to what we're geeking out about. Right now, my dog Graham is geeking out about his ball that you can hear in the background. Yes. Gentlemen, how are we this week? Uh, fine, but also for all our listeners, if they need to understand, time is a construct. So, <laughs> time is time is uh, wibbly wobbly. <laughs> so, get off. <laughs> um, there's also this thing called life. Facts. As and Prince sometimes, said, sometimes yeah. life happens. Yeah. Uh, as Prince would say, dearly beloved, we are gathered here together to get to this thing called life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I had, I had a vacation. We had some, we had some illnesses. Some just general tiredness. I wasn't sure how I, I wasn't sure if this was gonna actually happen for me today because yesterday, um, since I work at the hospital, um the the flu shots are the mandatories. Oh lucky and, you. Uh, yesterday I got the the double up the flu COVID double dose. So so today and, you uh, feel like crap. Oh this, uh <laughs> last night I had the sweats and this morning I had like a hundred and one fever. Yeah, I was not feeling it. Both my arms were just like felt like Mike Tyson had just right in my shoulder. Mm. You know what you um, needed? What's that? Bourbon. Uh, funny enough, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can't drink uh, all day if you don't start in the morning. <laughs> amen. Hey, can I get a hallelujah? Um. But uh, yeah, I, I messaged. I told my boss yesterday. I'm like, look, there is a 60 percent chance that I you're going to get an email from me tomorrow morning saying no mas. Um, yeah. And that happened. That happened. Uh, but I, I about noonish, I started to feel a little better. Got some food. Got some soup. Um, I have a soup yeah. story, by the way. But keep going. No, and then after after that, then I I've, I've I've now feel like a human being again. Um, we watched a little Hotel Transylvania. Had my had my little buddy on my shoulder, and uh, it was good times. Continue with your soup story. So decided to make a uh, loaded potato soup today mm-hmm. in the crock pot. Okay. Oh, Cheryl says I forgot to put the crock pot liner in there, and now we actually have to clean the crock pot. Oh my goodness! Amateur move. 
Amateur move is what the boys said. They they they're freaking out on me as we speak, Cheryl. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, but other than like, that, the suit the suits are nice not fantastic. Back. Even she would say that. So okay. Not as thick as I would have wanted it, but it was that the flavor was there. So flavor was there. Yes. Speaking up. of speaking of soups, um, it has become that temperature. And um, the the ingredients for the chili are being procured tomorrow. Nice. And it will be made this weekend. Very nice. Lovely. That's <clears throat> because, as anybody knows, if you're if you're from the Midwest or South, when that first hint of briskness enters the air. Um, it is almost like a, a genomic response. I must make chili. No doubt, no doubt. TJ wouldn't know anything about that, though, because it's probably still like 95 down there. Now, who are you telling? <laughs> it was 78 today, so not terrible. Not, not, not bad, not bad. With 90% humidity. Yeah, we do. It's a, um, it's at the situation now where it's still like 75, 80 degrees during the daytime, but then, but the second that it gets dark, it drops like five degrees an hour, which is <laughs> lovely. So Sunday when I'm going to make the chili is going to be a high of 54. Yeah. It's supposed to be 65 That's here Sunday. Weather. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's going to be nice. It's going to rain <laughs> for like the next five days or whatever. Here. Yeah. So I just looked at y'all's weather. I saw that. And so, guess who's pushing carts both tomorrow and Saturday? Mm. Who has two thumbs and pushes carts? So. But it's all right. I enjoyed. I I missed most of the rain over the summer. So. You, uh, did did, did you invest in a nice, uh, a nice raincoat from the Costco? Uh, not from the Costco, but yes. Okay. I have a good raincoat, got the, the water resistant military style pants to put on. So Some duck we're going to stay, we're going to stay dry. No waterproof boots. Yeah, of course. Had those last year. So. Anyway, gentlemen, we had uh, some shows wrap up, and I thought we would start there and discuss Ahsoka, because I know Trey has finished that. TJ, I don't know if you finished Wheel of Time yet, but uh, if not, if you haven't we even started it yet. haven't started Wheel of Time for 100. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's fine. We can. T- I don't care about spoilers. We can talk about it. I'm going to watch it. I just haven't. You mean you mean we can talk about it and you can just listen, right? I don't right. care. I uh, I don't care about spoilers. I just I, we just been busy, man. I did watch. Yeah. Like I said, I did watch Blue Beetle again. It is still a dusty. There's still dust in the air. <laughs> during, I hate it when during, that happens. Dude. You got to get that fixed. I know. You know what part I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So I was like, eh, yep, okay. The, the bug fart scene gets me every right. time. 
<laughs> I'm surprised that we haven't heard from Josh on his opinion of the Blue Beetle. Okay, what is, what is that? I mean, okay, Josh, I love you. Let me let me start there. Um, how do you call yourself a comic book person and not know Ted Cord at all? <laughs> Especially if you consider yourself a DC person. Ted Cord. He's is so alive. young. He's so young that his his understanding of the DC universe started with Young Justice. I'm trying to see. Um, I don't. I. I. You know what? I don't even want to process that mentally, <laughs> um, because I. I'm, to, I'm not I'm that young. To my man out. Yeah, because I'm not. Well, this more because I'm not that young. Yeah, and that causes like a pain reaction. Right. I get and, you. I hear you. Um, because honestly, my, my brain tells me I shouldn't be able to be friends with somebody that young. Like they should be my kid and my kids' friends that I can talk shit to. Um, and not well, somebody you can still talk I, to them that way. Yeah, but now I, I kind of feel like I, I should be like a peer with with Josh, and <laughs> now I feel like maybe I shouldn't be that I should like look at him judgmentally with everything he does. Um, and and use a lot of back in my day stories. Think, think of him as your Padawan, and you can just lead him in the ways of the Force. You know, he's too—he's too old to take on at this point. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, Josh. <laughs> uh, have you guys uh, broached the Continental yet? I've, I watched all three episodes of that. Okay, is it good? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Have we introduced? Um... Uh, Mel Gibson yet? Yeah, he was in the. He was in all three From episodes. The yeah. Okay. He he yeah, was he so in the Continental. He is the person that runs the Continental at the start, and then by the end of it, Winston took it over. Okay, I got you. Okay, but but Winston's like late thirties at this point, and not like the right, sixty-year-old right, 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 Ian right. Shane that we know. Yeah, I got. Like, we just been swamp man. It's been. Every night it's baseball lesson, baseball practice, church, soccer, baseball game. I mean, it, we're just the TV shows are stacked up. Have you tried just praying at the baseball and soccer games? <laughs> uh, considering that that uh, I run games at our Wednesday night church activity, I can't really do that. Um, tonight, tonight we had two injuries. <laughs> Sent any, one girl. Any fatalities? No, no. Okay, you thought you're good. You, you would have thought so. Did you have the jar? <laughs> did, you t- did you have the jar of dirt and tell them to rub some dirt on there and rub some off? dirt in it? Yeah, she. Uh, her 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 first knuckle area here, okay. the pad of her finger was much larger. I'm sure she busted a blood vessel, but they took her. They took her home. She went home. Apparently, she texted back at some point. And they stuck. They gave her a steroid shot in her finger, and I was like, "That probably hurt worse than whatever was wrong with your <laughs> finger." Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Other kid went to emerge because uh, something is wrong with his shoulder. <laughs> I checked his collarbone. Collarbone's still good, and his shoulder's in the socket. But <laughs> listen, there, there, there's a key phrase that all these kids, I don't think any of these kids have ever heard, is, "Are you hurt or are you injured?" That's right. There's a difference. There's a difference. And so, I think they just know owie. 
Yeah. So we're, you know, so anyways, we're swamped, but no, I I'm definitely want to dig the Continental. It looks so good. It looks so yeah. good. Yeah, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, and um and then Wheel of Time is I'm assuming is it like its first season? Is it is it adequate fantasy? It's at, it, have you read the books? Then you'll enjoy it. That's why you, I didn't read you the will books. enjoy it. You will enjoy it like I enjoyed it. I will I will read the books, but I have decided that I will only read the books after this TV show ends. Oh, sir, you need to start now, otherwise you ain't gonna finish the books. There's there's fifteen of them. Well, what book, what what book are we in on the TV show? We're like all over the place. Three or four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can start. That's fine. Because I uh, want to. Because I heard the book series is fantabulous. So, if you, as somebody who loves the series, and if you go research the series, you'll see this every time. The first like four five books are fantastic. Okay, the last like four books are fantastic. Um, middle the middle books are known as the slog, and I think I've told you that that is where Robert Jordan channeled his inner J.R.R. Tolkien and just started describing every grain of sand in the desert. Yeah, yeah, so that's cool. Well, he had books to fill, he had a contract, so you know, he had to yeah, do something. No. I wish George R. R. Martin like had that contract because that dude needs to finish some books. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we we Pat asked a question that we glossed over. How about, how about Ahsoka? <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about it because y'all know how I feel. So I'm going to let you have that. I will say this: I thought it was fine. There was a lot of lightsaber battles, and I didn't think I would ever utter the phrase, there's too many lightsaber battles. So Every single episode. So I don't think that there were too many. I just think they were either filmed wrong or choreographed wrong to make it look <laughs> slow and and choppy and just wow. not well done. And I don't know if it was the actors or the way it was filmed. I'm not sure because I think they were I wasn't fine. there. I but. didn't like the backdrop. I didn't like Ahsoka's white lightsabers in the gray, white, murky sky. Like it was it it didn't look crisp because you blended all the color palette together. They didn't stand out. They're white on gray. <laughs> You needed the bright green or the bright blue. Absolutely. Or the red and in the dark. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What What do we think about Anakin's, uh, I guess, what that is, episode six, seven, seven and eight? Yeah. What'd you think I mean, about A- Anakin was in like episode five and then eight. Yeah, whichever one. The, the episode where she's drowning in the world between worlds. That's like five. Yeah, the whole um, the whole um, that is a that's an argument that I got into with my son, and like he still doesn't quite understand how I'm confused by his argument. Um, it lacks logic. That's all my, you got to know. Well, my big thing about like like Ahsoka, he's like, well, again, Ahsoka is a character. That doesn't matter.
And because did she did she prevent Anakin from becoming Darth Vader? No. Did she push him to become Darth Vader? No. Did she help with the downfall of the Empire? No. Was she successful in keeping the Republic together, the New Republic together, and preventing the rise of the the First Order? No. You know, so you stuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean that band of rebels is like they failed at everything they did. Why? Why are they popular? Um, but then he's like, well, yeah, but she doesn't have to be tied to the to the Skywalker saga. I'm like, but she is. She's like inexorably tied to the Skywalker yeah. saga. And he's but his argument is she doesn't have to be tied to the Skywalker saga. But his favorite part in us in Ahsoka is when Anakin completes her training. I'm like. So the Skywalker saga part of the show. <laughs> yeah. See, so here's the thing, Trey, we've already talked about it. Everybody knows where you land, where we land. We're, we're doing too much in the same time. Hey, I hate it. Cool. None of this matters. Just like rogue one, even though rogue one was, was good. Well, but, but, see, but my argument with rogue one though, is rogue one, at least like we know how it's going to end. I that's what that. I meant. That's all I meant. It's just well, the right. ending. But they were successful in what they were trying to do. We're, we're, we're seeing the story of how they got those plans. That's cool. Um, with Ahsoka, we're not seeing like how these, like, well, this thing happened in the Empire. How did that happen? Well, here's the story of how that happened. It's a story of... Well, it's an, inco- it's an inconsequential story because it's about Thrawn and... It's going to be wrapped up before episode seven, right? Because exactly. he's going to get defeated. Now, here's the thing: it's I'm. It's going to be cool. I, uh, here's here, here's my thoughts. I thought it was. I thought it was. Um, I enjoyed watching it. I I enjoyed watching it. I I like David Tennant so much. Yeah. I'm so sad that Ray Stevenson is gone because I actually liked that character. Oh, I loved that. I was so excited. Balin was a great we were, character, and I want to we know what going. he's trying to find on that planet. I well, do want to know what he's trying to find on that planet. I think it's Mortis. What do you do you know? You saw the the theories and whatever that it's Mortis, the the birthplace of the force or whatever they call it or whatever. Okay. Then that did y'all see that? Like the mountains that yeah. he's looking at that yeah things pointing at the mountains and it's out there. The light above it is very much like Mortis from well, you have to watch the rebels to, to but get then to that, but. like the only thing is like at the start of the show, Thrawn and uh Ezra. Ezra, Ezra. are on this planet and everybody else is over here. And at the end, Thrawn and Ezra are over here, and everybody else is over here. Like, (laughs) (laughs) suck us. (laughs) This was Ezra and Thrawn's plan all along. Bunch of jerks. (laughs) Yeah. You left us here for years. We're going back. You you could stay. You're stuck. Well, this is obviously (laughs) leading into, uh, you know, uh, his move to Dave's movie, right? Which is going to be the completion of, or is is rumored to be an adaptation of *Air of the Empire*, which it's not going to be *Air of the Empire* because that's got Luke and Han, and it doesn't have to be. He's already set it up, and it can be with Ezra and whatever, whatever. He can adapt it, and it'll be fine. But uh, like I said, like Trey said, you know, it's tough because none of this matters. <laughs> and I'm at the end of the honest. day. 
and and let's be honest. At the end of that episode, when that stormtrooper came down off that ship, Chopper would have ended that thing as soon as he saw it was a stormtrooper. Chopper got that body count. Chopper don't care. Chopper's a psychopath. <laughs> but, you know. As, as a fan of the show, you knew exactly who it was. Oh, for sure, for sure. I also, also hated that we got Zeb in Mandalorian Season 3 instead of but this ship. I, I did yeah. not. You gave everybody else a freaking reunion, and that's the one that he had the most camaraderie with in the dang show was Zeb. I didn't like that. I did like Balin's character so much, and I sent... Oh, and based on our previous conversation, we'll go ahead and send this because I saw it. And Trey just will just give it a look, see, in the Discord as to my argument of who should replace Ray. Listen, I, I, I told still... you! Look at him! <laughs> <laughs> you put a put a big fuzzy white beard on anybody, and they're gonna look the same. That's what I'm saying. But at least I can I'm, I can go out there and do it. Do it then. I need to see the conclusion I'm down of the story. For that. So do it. Then. You, you give me a Except big fuzzy cape and some black armor. I'll be out there. And I would say um, that you can't, but you can because hold on, let me look. Um, but again, I, I still hold to my point that. The first four episodes could have been one episode. There was a bunch of like, let's let's give everybody their own fan service moment at the beginning that wasn't necessary. How um how tall are you? Six six. Oh, so you're taller than him. He's six three. I mean, but he's a big dude. Yeah. He's close enough though. He's a big dude, right? I love his character in... um, I think Trey can pull it off, dude. I love his character in... um, What's the name of that movie? Thor? No, the Arthur movie. King Arthur? Is it? I mean... There's a lot of Arthur movies. So Hold on. I'm looking. King. Oh, yes. Yeah, the King Arthur with Clive Owen. That's what it's called. Yeah. Oh, that was the one with uh, Keira Knightley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where they the edited rules. the poster. Yeah. Where they edited the poster. Yeah. I, I will say he was my least favorite Punisher. I really liked him as Porthos. He was good as Porthos. Like I said, he was my least favorite Punisher, though. I still think, I, I think that Dolph Lundgren was my least favorite Punisher. He I was, was about to say. I was about um, to say, seriously. But, uh, you know. Do you know who my favorite Punisher is? Oh, wait. Okay. Well, we already know who the favorite the current Punisher John, is. John. You know who my second favorite Punisher is? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. <laughs> that one's good. I love that movie. Oh, yeah, that's a very good one. Them 1911 Colts that he has with the ex- – oh, gosh. I want them so bad. 
Yeah, if you, I was going to say, if you were going to say John Barenthal for your favorite Punisher, no, we was going to have some words. Of course he was. So, But no, I liked him as Porthos. I liked him in King Arthur. I like that King Arthur movie because you got, you know, it's the more down-to-earth where they go get the, uh, what do they call them, the Sarmatian Knights. Yeah. I like the new King Arthur with uh, Charlie Hunnam. That one was pretty good, too. Or just, I think it was just Arthur. Oh, I don't know that I saw that. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I liked the the I like the Arthur or no, sorry, that was not Arthur. That was Robin Hood. Sorry, I switched to Taron Edgerton and Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Still good. All those all those British heroes look alike to me. <laughs> They're all cool. Like I like uh, Clive Owen. I wonder why Clive Owen ain't bigger than he is. The Clive, Clive Owen has his moments. I mean, Children of Men was amazing movie i liked inside job um there was the one what is the movie that he did it was him and monica bellucci oh um shoot him up shoot him up that was such a good movie that, yeah. that is just a fun movie to put on if you don't like if you just want to shut your brain down and watch people just get destroyed I like Inside Job with him and Denzel. That was a good one. That was a good one. But anyways, but I like that one because Keira Knightley. Obviously, you got the Wodes and Merlin and the the people of the woods, and they're fighting Rome and the garrison and the fight. It's just really cool. Hundred percent. You know, my favorite movie like that is though, and this is gonna be a deep cut: The Thirteenth Warrior. Oh, that's a good one. So good. So good. Also, did you know that Ray Stevenson was in Vikings? Yep. He's in a lot of stuff. I figure you dig on Vikings because Vikings. Vikings. (laughs) Oh, y'all haven't seen this yet. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. Got my new rings. I see them. Congrats. Congrats. So, anyways, Ahsoka, Pat. Thoughts? Speaking, speaking of uh, uh, not shutting your brain off, but some really bad ways to die. Go watch the Continental. Dumb ways to so, die. Yeah, there were several dumb ways to die in that, and some horrific uh, ways to die there. Uh, but back to Ahsoka. I enjoyed it. I agree that the story doesn't matter. Unless they actually do something with Ezra, like so what can you do with Ezra? Well, like he's not he's here. Gonna, <laughs> well, no, but without without Ahsoka, Ezra doesn't come back. Oh no, 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 no! I like. I don't get me wrong. I'm gonna dig the the movie, the Thrawn movie. Yeah, That's yeah, gonna yeah. Be cool, but I'm a big Rebels well, fan, like you are. Yeah, well, yeah. So, and without without Ahsoka, you know, Ezra is still stuck on the far side of the gal, you know, in another galaxy. I was about so, to be like, he ain't on the far side, and he he gone. <laughs> yeah. So you know that I think that's where I think they're trying their best, and maybe failing, but they're trying their best to make her count for something, <clears throat> you know. But again, my question is because because Rebels is pretty much kind of 
hardcore linked into the Skywalker saga. How how does how does Ezra do anything that isn't? Well, it's going to be tied to Thrawn, and then something's got to happen. Because here's the problem, right? Like, <clears throat> if you think about it, uh, when when Ray taps into the voices of the Jedi, we hear Qui Gon, Obi Wan, uh, a couple others. We hear Ahsoka, which means yeah. she's dead by that point. Because these are all dead people that are talking to her. <laughs> and we hear she's dead. Kanan Jarrus, who I appreciate that call to Freddie Prince Jr. Um, but we don't hear Ezra. That's what I just double-checked to see, because I couldn't remember if we heard Ezra. So he's not dead, or he doesn't have to be dead. But then here's the thing, right? Like, they've already played it out. Like, And this is why the argument with your son, like, the <laughs> like, but it's because we had a set we had things that were set and now we've shoehorned other things in there that are unraveling the other bits <laughs> that that were already set because now you got Ahsoka who's a freaking awesome character who doesn't show up in seven, eight and nine. Right. Well, neither does Ezra. That's what and I'm saying. Does, and, and, and the boy from um, the video games, Cal, the force well, of and or by, whatever. And by seven, eight, nine, Harris kid would have been old enough to have been trained up. Yeah, Jason. If there was someone to train it. Right. Ezra's so, back now. And he, you know. And what if know. what if he's the one that trains both him and Grogu? It could be. It could be. But then again, Grogu's not in the in the seven, eight, and nine. So where's he at? You know what I'm saying? Like it's just a we got all these cool characters that this is why I don't like it when things aren't thought out. What and I get it that this is this the first ones were 60 years ago but i really in in the mandal like in i guess it was it was actually mandalorian it was season 2.5 of mandalorian that they called the book of Boba Fett. um i want to know that conversation between luke and ahsoka when she shows up and he's like you're telling me there was another jedi around the entire time and i'm out here fighting this battle all by myself where were you and she's like oh by the way there's 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 two more. <laughs> yeah. Your dad trained me. This is information that could have been useful to me. Hmm. Yeah. Like find this, find that Obi-Wan and Yoda Force goes to be like, you told me I was the only chance. Here, yeah, well, you know. Here's what I do know is after George basically knighted Dave as the master of the force, <laughs> if he'd have just handled it from then on out. It had been glorious. It had been because he's tying everything together so nicely, but he's having to tie other people's garbage together to like make it. If you'd have just, just like Marvel with Kevin, you got one dude at the top. You can tell a, a, a more, uh, you know, what I'm trying to say like a, I know, but, but if you do have one dude person at the top, unfortunately it's Kathleen Kennedy. <laughs> Sorry, I missed somebody that's good. <laughs> because obviously Dave um lives Star Wars. They should have just let that man have it and just done everything Star Wars since then and it all would have tied in and been phenomenal. The problem is Lucas when he sold like the Lucas films to Disney. 
he gave them the scripts for seven, eight, nine, and told them these are the scripts for seven, eight, nine. That was part of the deal. Yeah, but then they didn't do that. But they did. They made his seven, eight, nine. Well, they let JJ and no, no, no. But they they used his story though. Yeah. Dave did not fix that story. Like, if you let Dave have what was coming, I just feel, I'm, I, I know I get I, that's what I'm saying. It's too convoluted and disjointed. Had Dave my, been able my just favorite to George have Lucas it, story is Christmas special. No, when he took, <laughs> so he was talking to Steven Spielberg about making Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Spielberg read the original script, and he was like, "I will make this movie." if we take out all of this and it was like all this magic, like flying yeah. around crazy, crazy stuff. And George is like, no, that's what makes it good. And Steve's like, George, this is crap. <laughs> I will make, I will take the story and make a good movie, but you have to let me do it. And then Spielberg made Indiana Jones. It's the same thing. Irvin Kirshner took George's story and made the best star Wars movie we have. It's the only one that George didn't direct in that, you know, out of the first, out of the first six we got the last and it's the best one we have. It's the only one that doesn't have stupid little goofy characters in it. Which one? <laughs> oh, TJ. Irving Kershaw only directed one of them. So go on IMDb and look it up. It was the Phantom Menace, everybody. <laughs> oh. It was Revenge of the Sith. But um, but no, so I mean, it, but it's the only one that didn't have goofy little characters. It didn't have Jawas. It didn't have Ewoks. It just had this crazy thing called Story. And it had half of Anakin. And the rest of his bits were laying on the ground. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, anyway, there we are. So, yeah, I enjoyed Ahsoka, and you know, I thought I agreed it moved slow at some points. To Trey's point about the first couple episodes, could have been, could have been one. Um, didn't like all the lightsaber battles. Um, I thought they were, <clears throat> I thought the Ahsoka stuff was done better in the Mandalorian than here, as far as her, her duels and stuff. Um, I'll agree that Balin is the best part of this TV program. No. Yeah. Oh. No. What's, What's the, the best, best part? part? Um, Oh, okay. Well. Because that is the, the sarcasm. That droid has more sarcasm. He is K2SO. Like, get Hua Yang and K2SO3 together. Yeah. See, but it's different, right? Because it's sophisticated versus snarky. <laughs> oh, oh, right. But you get them together. Like, get them it's on the same ship. And they're going to hate each other, but it's going to be hilarious. 
I know, but that's because it's national treasures uh, or worldly treasures, global treasures, David Tennant and Alan Tudyk. That's but, why. Right. But yes, <laughs> but that's that's what I'm saying. Get those together. And I'm just you're gonna you're gonna laugh. It's gonna be funny. Oh, it's gonna be so good. But anyways, but yes, uh, but I'm sorry. I really enjoyed him as a character, but I really enjoyed Balin's. I, like I'm all in on that. I want to know about that. Yeah, I definitely want to know what what he's got going on. Um, but definitely, I don't. I did not really care for Ahsoka. Who's got the discussion going on in the background? Okay. Sorry. Hey, can you guys shut up? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I expected a shoe to come flying across. The yeah, yeah, I'm still waiting for it. It's uh, gonna happen. But like, I didn't care for the character of Ahsoka. Um, I didn't really, I mean, Sabine was okay, but it felt like they rushed everything. Cause like she didn't have like, you're the least forces of person I know. You can't do anything to where like I can shoot my, my lightsaber across and just start throwing force. Around. Yeah, but then they've made it a, a, they've made it a point across a bunch of stuff to where she's a Mandalorian, a warrior. And in, in the moment that's needed, she, it instinct kicked in. And then so. she could throw him across the gap. That's easy peasy. <laughs> Toby. TJ can do that, okay? Oh, <laughs> like a free throw. So, look, you just traversed galaxies. You ain't going to let him be like, yeah. Ah. Like, that's your boot thing. <laughs> um, but like the, the main characters, I did not really care for that much. It was the side characters <laughs> that you, made man. the show interesting. And that's why I think that this, if he'll just, if they'll recast him, because I need to know what happens to the end I, of that. I want to know more about the, the witches. Well, see, that's what I'm saying, man. I'm telling you that Mortis and the power that the witches got and the, the, the father, son and daughter or sister or whatever. And the, the, the mountain way over yacht. That's real cool. I want to know what's happening over there. Well, it, it is very cool. But then again, here's my question. Um, Ezra been there for nine years. He didn't feel nothing. Did nothing. Did nothing. Say, hey, over here, little man. I yeah. feel that force up in you. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. So, but see, but that's the thing, right? You can play there. It's a different galaxy. You can play there. Oh, hundred percent. Like I, said, I mean, a story there would be fine. I'd be cool. With it. And again, I'd be cool with like. That's why the first season of Mandalorian was so great because it was in the Star Wars galaxy, but weren't nobody else there. There you didn't have people. And then season two, they started throwing fan service left and right. But in that first season, every character was a new character, and I loved that. Give me that. You telling me you're telling me that in this entire galaxy, that there's only like. 15 characters that we can care about. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Cheryl, I get what you're, like I get what you're saying. Now to get I think it's Tom. Was it Tom? 
somebody over there playing maracas just to get <laughs> back at us. They're like, I'll tell you, shut up. <laughs> Drum solo. <laughs> Tommy Lee over there. Uh, so, yeah, but you're 100% right. I wish they would do something in that galaxy, and maybe that's where the movie's going to be set. I mean, it can't obviously all be set there because Ezra and Thrawn are now back in Prime Galaxy. No, but. you're gonna have to have Ezra and Thrawn and Hera and Mon Mothma and Well, but here's the thing though. That's fine. What if Ahsoka doesn't show back up? I'm fine with that. I'd be fine with it. Pat, would you be fine with it if uh, if they continued the Thrawn story just over here in the galaxy? But Ezra, I mean Ahsoka and Sabine don't have to be there. Then you guys just contradicted what you just said that you want a story over there. No, no, no. That no, I'm talking saying, about. They're going to wrap up Thrawn. I do want that story. No, we're saying, we're saying have, have, I have. I want that story more than I want wrapping up Thrawn. Well, no, Thrawn. I'm saying have like, Ahsoka we know, and Sabine. We know stay uh, over. at some point he doesn't matter anyway because he's not around anymore. Well, no, we're saying have Ahsoka and Sabine stay over there. I'd I'd much, I, I could really dig a movie or a TV program or something dealing with whatever Perita or whatever that planet's called that ends up being Mortis and Ahsoka, who's obviously got a connection to, um, what's her face? The daughter because of the owl yeah. and she's the incarnation of the daughter or whatever from, you know what I'm right. saying? The like daughter just, sacrificed herself to save Ahsoka, yeah. And Sabine obviously is not in the Jedi Council going forward either. So, like, leave them over there. Let them deal Do with something Bane. new over there. And then over here, Ezra can go with Hera and Mon Mothma, and they can defeat Thrawn and usher in the whatever. Maybe. The First Order or whatever. Like they can be separate. Like you got him back. Hooray. Y'all don't have to get us back. I don't, y'all stay over here and do something cool. Yeah. So, Cause then that's her padded one. I mean, like train her up over there on that planet. Right. So, but I, I think at this point, I, I no. think I, no, go ahead, Trey. no, you, no, you, you go ahead. You. I'm just saying, at this point, Balin is trapped on a planet with three very attractive women. <laughs> and a bunch of and snails. And some witches. And a bunch of snails. No, the witches are gone. Oh, that's right. The witches are gone. We're going back to Dathomir with them. Yeah. I mean, so they, he blew up the, He blew up their tower. Remember, Thrawn yeah. blew that up. The, the witches that's are right. gone. They were the only Witch. three left. Witches are so, gone. Balin is stuck on a planet with three very attractive women, some snails, and some wolf horses. Oh, and some Tuscan raiders somehow. Some hunter thing, yeah. And some and a mountain that he's very interested Listen, in. You don't yeah. tell me those weren't Tuscan raiders. Because they showed up with the mask and everything and they did the I don't know how they're Tuscan raiders on this planet, but they are. They're like their cousins. It's fine. Let's talk about the better TV program. Well, I was just going to say to to wrap it up, kind of. I wanted to do two separate things, but we all know it's all going to tie together at some point. Give me the the <laughs> give me the other planet first. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then bring them back to the galaxy and they can wrap up Thrawn. But give me that first. <laughs> I would I would agree with that. I would agree with that. So, Trey, 
I enjoyed the Wheel of Time for what it was. It was serviceable fantasy for me. Um, I know as a fan of the book, you weren't happy with the liberties that are being taken. So I'm going to let you speak to that first. I mean, having if you've never read the books, it is adequate fantasy. It's not great, but it's adequate fantasy. It has some cool stuff. There's some things going on. You get you get people with normal swords. You got bad guys. You got good guys. You got a guy trying to learn his power. How's other match friends. replacement actor? What? How's match I, replacement I, actor? I, <sighs> Meh. He's a better actor, but Matt is also supposed to be handsome, and this dude is not. Okay. <laughs> um, but like it, it's serviceable. You got all the stuff. You got you got the stuff that you're supposed to have. Everything you know from that point. And the thing about this season is, I actually for the first like, what was there like? Was there eight episodes this year? Seven. I for, I forget. Um, but for like the at the beginning, I was like, you know what? They 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 have kind of backtracked on the dumbness that they did at the end of the first season. Uh, so there was eight episodes. First seven episodes, I'm like, they're they're starting to come together. They're getting their stuff together. We're we're feeling it now. And then the eighth episode came, and I'm like. But but why? Like, why change something so simple? They and they did the same thing in the first season. Like in the first season, parent in the books, parent was never married. Um, but after the Trollocs attacked the the village, like he hated the killing so much. He put down a sword, picked up a hammer, and he only ever used a, a blacksmith's hammer after that. In this, homie just using axes and swords and chopping people in the chest and just getting down with his bad self. He don't care. It's a it's a little cha- it's a it's a small change, but it's it's a it's a, a big character change, and you can do just as much damage with that hammer. I don't really know why they did it. And then at the end of this one. Perrin is the one that blew the horn, not Matt. The three of them each have their own thing as far as it goes. Rand is basically the dragon reborn. Perrin is the wolf guy that controls the army of the heroes of the horn. And Matt is like the master tactician that is the general of the armies. His luck, because his his part as being a taverine is... He has immense luck. That's why he's so good at gambling and all that. The the plans that he makes end up working out when they shouldn't. And that's why he's such a great tactician, because he makes surprises and all that. But in this one, they had Matt blow the horn. Why? Aaron was right there. Just eh. Also, (laughs) Matt was supposed to meet... The princess of the nine, the daughter of the nine moons, the the Sanchan lady that got her fingernails cut off. He was supposed to meet her before she got out on that boat because he's prophesied to marry. Like the the they call the, the prince of crows 
is marries the daughter of the nine moons. That's a prophecy. Matt becomes the Prince of Crows. And he's supposed to meet her now. Like one of the things before, like during this battle, when he's escaping the tower, he breaks into her room and she's like that. And like, uh, he says his name and, uh, like something about it. Like she realizes who he is. And he said, and he's like, Oh, we're supposed to be married. And he's like, you're, you're my wife. And he says, you're my wife three times, which is the first step in the Sanshan marriage ritual. And she doesn't stop him. And then like he leaves and the, the, like everything happens and all that. But like, we didn't get any of that. It's like when it's like I can bet why Henry Cavill is frustrated when they just were changing the source material for the for, Witcher? for no reason yeah. at all. Like, why don't you just you already have it written down? <laughs> just just do that. There's a good story already here, and you're you're making this one change that is like huge to the story, but it doesn't affect your script. Why are you doing it? All right, cool. Pat, what do you think? Again. It's very serviceable and scratches that kind of fantasy sorcery itch that we all seem to have. So I enjoyed it. But Rand sucks the whole time. Always oh, forever. Rand, we hate Rand. <laughs> Rand. Rand is just a whiny little man. I, I, I really did like Egwin. Egwin much better this season. She like she came into the, the character. Um, she, she grew a backbone. Is there waiting ever for, a main character that we are that apparently sucks as much as this dude? No, this, this dude. It, but in the books, it's the same way. In the books, Rand is not a. He's not a likable character, nor is he like, like somebody you want to root for. You're rooting for everybody else that's around him, but you kind of want him to get kind of jacked up at the end. Um, well, that's what I'm saying. Is there another main character in our geekdoms that sucks as much as this main character? Probably. I think I think Rand's problem is that he's channeling his inner Forrest Gump and just not being a smart man. But like I said, even in the books, you don't like Rand. Right. Right. So he's playing it well. Is it like Harry Potter? We don't actually like Harry Potter. I like all the people around Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean, it's, it's Harry Potter of, sucks. He just he has at the he ha, he at the same time has this like I'm the most important person in the world attitude, while also having the "woe is me, I can't get anything right" attitude. I'm the dumbest person in the room, no matter what room I'm in. But I'm also the most important. Sucks. Cool. Yeah, that that's a bad dichotomy right there. Yeah. Unfortunately, but, that's not the TV show I was talking about when we... Oh, <laughs> what TV show are you talking about? Loki. <laughs> I, haven't watched these, I haven't watched episode two. I've only watched episode one. Oh, that's, that's fine. That's fine. That's a good place to Is start. there episode two out yet? Tomorrow. Okay, so good. Isn't so it watching. Thursdays, Pat? Isn't it Thursdays? I thought it was tonight, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I didn't watch it till Friday anyway, so I watched I watched episode one. Um, and? and that was uh 
It was interesting. Uh, October 12th, Thursday. So this is the next one. Um, no, I like I like that they brought uh, Kihi Kwan. Mwah. So good. Um, OB is funny. I, I like the, the, like, going back. He's like, are you having a conversation with him right now? That was so oh, good. Maybe. So, <laughs> that was so good. I don't know him. Wait. <laughs> You need this time device. Do you have one? No. Wait a second. Yes, I Here have one. <laughs> uh, and Mobius is—he uh, was real concerned about his skin. Rip the skin off your body. It's like, <laughs> he was not was, like he even wrote skin on the <laughs> right the dirt. But then we got yeah. the uh, like. I don't know if you caught that in the recording. Uh, apparently, uh, Mobius's girlfriend has been in cahoots with, uh, with, uh, he the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I I love the timey-wimey nature of this show. It's done so well. Hopping back and forth. I love how Mobius, like, wanted to graciously. It's not that bad, even though it's like horrific. Please stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. the, I don't want to see like, it anymore. He's like, looked at the, the other lady in the elevator, and she's just like, <laughs> It looks like you're I, being born and dying at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's like you're time slipping and time slipping. Yes, that's it. You can't time slip in the TVA. That's impossible. You just saw me do it. That's true. I'm not quite sure what to do with that. I'm having that trouble reconciling that. That whole interaction was fantastic. Yeah. Um, Agreed. And then she shows up in Oklahoma. Do you guys get the significance of that? Thinking Roxon? Hmm? Uh, partly, but so late 90s, early 2000s, Ragnarok happens in the comic book Asgard is destroyed and um, everybody dies. And of course Thor is the one, the first one to be, you know, reborn or whatever. And he, as, as King of Asgard brings Asgard to Braxton, Oklahoma. And so it's like hovering above Braxton, Oklahoma. But isn't that where like the Roxxon plant was too though? Yeah. Yeah, and so there was that. There, there's going to be that that interplay there. So, and that's and that's big in her story, right? Whose like story? Sylvie's. Probably Sylvie is a made up character for this show. Yeah, I but she's she still was, Loki, but she's still a Loki variant, so. right? She had. I thought she had a story. I thought I read somewhere she had a story in a comic where she was an Asgardian whatever and loki gave her magic powers as a joke or something i'd have to research that i'm not sure and i I'm, it might have been something else that i because you know you, you know you know how it is you start and then you just go down the rabbit <laughs> rabbit hole and you're <laughs> but wasn't wasn't also like in the first season that like walmart or whatever they were in when the tornado was coming wasn't that also in that town no, it was in. It wasn't that in Arkansas or Alabama. I thought that was in. I Oklahoma. It was in that, yeah, I'm I, not. I don't. I'd have to go back and watch it. I'm not sure. I thought it was Alabama though. Okay, might have been. Might have been. I I could have gotten that. But wrong. no, Pat. That's why this is important. Is because of what Pat just said. That's why this town is a nod to the 
Yeah. Well, I knew new. I I remember that new Asgard floated above Braxton, Oklahoma. Yeah. Except not. In, except not in the MCU, but in the in the comics. In the comic. Yeah. Right. In the comics. Right. Uh, but like I said, I remember there was like a Roxxon plant there as well, and they were constantly going back and forth with Asgard and Thor was. That's why Thor was not a big fan of Roxxon. I like the. Um, no one's a big fan of Roxxon. Let's be honest about it. The shareholders are, sir. The shareholders are. Yeah, but I they like, don't count. Um, and AIM. Yeah, well, that's because they funded, you know. <laughs> I liked... Uh, Speak a wise one. My brain slipped. Obviously. You really only had like four characters in this show, so you can't be forgetting one of them. Uh, um, yeah, but I can't remember what I was going to say about it. Was about Sylvie in the first season or the second season? Because the second season, she just opens the door and it's like, "Hey, there you are!" And then, Loki oh yeah, gets- yeah, oh oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, sorry, that's what it was. When she opened the door and he got pruned by somebody. Oh yeah, because Allison was like, "What the heck just happened?" I was like, "He got pruned by somebody from behind him." Yes. And so, and it was in the far future because skin was still written on the monitor, right? And so, it's just interesting. I like it. Obviously, Jonathan Major shows up in this. He's in the preview. Um, you got different Lokis, whatever. Oh, this is what I was going to say. I like how Loki died, but Tom Hiddleston is fantabulous, and so they they took him out of where he died using timey wimey brilliance when he steals the tesseract and leaves right. right but i love how instantly they have basically broken him down and says he is no longer a villain he's back to the loki he was at the end of the mcu he is, he's an anti-hero slash really a hero and they've just went with it and it's it's so good it's yeah. it's, it's so good well, yeah, they they showed him that video of his mom's dying again, and yeah, and they just they just said, you know what, we like we love this, and I thought it what a, that's a genius way to not waste Tom Hiddleston. Yeah, yeah, agree. So, <clears throat> I'm really excited about this show and where it goes. I hate that it's only six episodes, but I'm also really excited about those six episodes. So. About as excited as you are for the Marvels coming out soon, aren't you? Can't even contain it. What do you say, women, TJ? I don't hate women. I hate, I'm, stupid, I'm, I hate stupid stories. <laughs> I've thrown it out there. Well, you don't even know what the story is. I know what the stories have been up until this point. I'm actually I'm I'm I I won't say I'm excited, but I'm looking forward to it because I actually enjoyed Miss Marvel. I might be on the outside of that, but I actually enjoyed Miss Marvel. Oh, see, um, I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, I like like the the character of Photon, like the way in, which showed up in in WandaVision. I dig that. Um, wasn't huge fan of the Captain Marvel movie, but it wasn't horrible. Um, so I think if we, if we get something that works, I think the, the, 
uh, I think Monica Rambeau and uh, Con, what's her first name? Miss Marvel. Yep. Kamala Khan. Um, yeah. I think they can carry the movie. Plus, we get the flurkin back. I'm all down with the flurkin. <laughs> <laughs> I just it's it's a thing, right? They 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 fumbled the bag with with Brie Larson and Captain Marvel. They fumbled it. It was atrociously handled. It was stupid. Then they tried to pull her out and just basically write her out of like it's just the the way it was done was atrocious. It's it's not that it can't be redeemed, and I don't have anything against Brie Larson. Other than, you know, she lets some stupid fall out, but they, these people let stupid fall out all the time. So all of them let the stupid fall out. And so, like, it's just, like, it wasn't handled well. <clears throat> and like I said, I didn't watch Miss Marvel. I watched the first episode, and it just did not speak to me, and I was like, I'm okay. Like, I'm not the target audience, and I'm fine. So I agree. I'll, I'll watch it, and I'll try to, and I'll even watch it with without, um, bias. Like I said, I, I found it to be, I found it to be just kind of fun. Like, I mean, it was just a fun show to watch. Um, it's, it's kind of along the lines of like a, you know, like that, like a Spider-Man type thing. Cause you got this young kid that gets these powers and they're trying to figure so often we have the, the, the shows where like people get powers and they just immediately know how to use them. And they're just experts in their power right away. This was very much a, I might blow up a building. I might save somebody. I don't know what's going to happen right now, but we're going to try it. Um, but I just didn't like, I just, <clears throat> why, change their power. It's fine. Changing people's powers is dumb. Well, because they got rid of the Inhumans. I, I, know, I know why. I'm just <laughs> saying, I just, whatever. And like I said. I'm. I'm just. I have not enjoyed Marvel recently. No, I. I, I understand what you're saying there. From, from, from except that, Loki. Except Loki. I, I will say because I did not read a lot of the Miss, like the Miss Marvel, and Guardians really wasn't sure of what her power set was to begin with. Um, I it didn't bother me that much that it was different because I didn't wasn't, really. Wasn't know she basically Mister Fantastic esque? Was she stretchy? Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Um, that's a dumb power anyway. Um, also, do we appreciate, did y'all hear that article or read that article? And it makes me very sad, if true, that the reason that we have Captain Marvel or Mr. Fantastics keep leaving this project is because the movie that they have is Sue Storm, is Sue Storm-centric and they paint Reed Richards to be a dick. So accurate. They made an accurate movie. it's not even that he's a dick they paint apparently they paint him in such a horrible light that actors are like um nah so it's an act i'm just but i'm just saying that's why people keep bailing and we ain't having it anyway reed Reed richards was a horrible person he's a tool that's for sure all right the marvels is coming up and then what if season two and then um, then I we mean, there's get, an easy way around this. There's, an e- and I think TJ will get behind my concept here. 
don't do a Fantastic Four movie. Do a Doctor Doom movie with the Fantastic Four as background characters. Yes, please. Or just not even screw the Fantastic Four. Just give us. No, Doctor you want you want that you want that kind of like Sue Storm dynamic because him and Sue kind of had the flirty thing going on. Yeah, you know, um, but he got he got so wrapped up in his own stuff that he kind of let that go. If they were just like bump this, we're going to do a Doctor Doom movie instead. Yeah, just do a straight Doctor Doom movie, (laughs) and then somebody else like have the Fantastic Four as like a a side piece in that, like part of his backstory, but not fully. And then you can move forward into that. But yeah, Doctor Doctor Doom is man. He. He is one of, and again, I'm singing to the choir here. I know this, but he is one of the most complex characters that Marvel has ever put out. He's so important. And the first two movies did him dirty in both. So bad. They just made him like, they made him a tool. And like the only, I, uh, I, I truly believe. And if you, I mean, if you read the comics all the way through, it bears out. If Doom really wanted to, he could have killed Reed Richards at any point. He just didn't. Well, that's why because he wants to prove that he's once in he wants to prove that he's better. Better, and you can't prove that you're better if he's dead. But that's the thing, right? Doom is an Avengers level threat. If the entire the entire Avengers, yeah, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And so far, he's just been. A Fantastic Four level threat, and I'm like, but that's not you're not doing it right. No, no, like, yeah, Doom is one of those when when he Doom should make goes, everybody be like, oh crap. Yeah, when, when when Doom goes full Doom, that's when that's when it's like, all right, we need East Coast Avengers, Great Lakes Avengers, West Coast Avengers, X Men. We, we need everybody. Yeah, <laughs> uh, everybody. Uh, as, as Ted Lasso says. I'm going to need you to squash the beef and order off the vegan menu right now. Cause we got to deal with this. <laughs> That's right. We need, I need you to, I need you to jump and I need you to bring soups over here. <laughs> I need yeah. you. Figure some stuff out. We need some crossover. Um, now. All right. So, cause here's the thing. We got Loki's out right now. We got the Marvel's coming. The second, what if X-Men 97 is coming, uh, early next year. All right. right. Okay, you got Echo. We are we do we care about Echo? Are we interested I do. in Echo? I'll be, I'll be interested to see what they do with the character. Isn't yeah. what isn't what isn't um uh whatchamit in it, Kingpin? And he in that? Oh yeah. 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 And then we and got I Deadpool. think you're gonna have uh uh Daredevil as well. And we got Deadpool three. <laughs> Which we're so excited about. <laughs> and then we got Agatha. Do we care about Agatha and the Dark Cold Diaries? Depends on how they do it. Okay. Then we got the Thunderbolts. That one hurts. Because I want, that, I really want to want that one. I want to want that one. And I can't want that one. Because it, it is my true belief that Harrison Ford is going to die before they even get it out. He's 80, like 87. Right, and we've already we've already like replaced Thunderbolt Ross once. Why not give me somebody in their sixties who can make it through? Yeah, because he's probably going to break his leg from crashing a helicopter again. Yeah, something. And you ain't going to convince me that he's the Red Hulk. You are not going to convince me that Harrison Ford is the Red Hulk. 
Because <laughs> if he is, the the Red Hulk is a feeble old man. <laughs> and here's the thing, man. I love Harrison Ford, but you 81, dude. Like at some point, you you gotta quit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like honestly, if I was gonna say, you know, give me this person, the person that I would want to play Thunderbolt Ross that could do it really well, they've already got in the Marvel universe, so he can't do it. And that's J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Tell me he would not be a great Thunderbolt Ross. I cannot argue with that pick. Gosh, oh, man. <laughs> I saw, I saw, I saw him in, in, uh, gosh, something. What was I watching recently that he was in? And I just, uh-huh. I can't see anybody but J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> Every time I can't, he had his. Well, no, but he was he was J. Jonah Jameson, but he was also uh, who's the Superman publisher? Yeah, I know. I'm he was just, both of them. He I'm was just both saying. of them. Just, um, oh God, what but movie did was you that did watching? you ever see the Tomorrow War when he's like Jack Santa? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just no, give me the in, I just give me the whiplash. J. Jonah Jameson as who I was looking up. Yeah, give me the whiplash J.K. Simmons as Thunderbolt Ross. That just demanding, mean, uncompromising dude. Mm-hmm. What did I watch? I don't know. Hmm. We'll fi- we'll figure it out for the next episode because we're quickly approaching this old man's bedtime. PJ, you should have been in bed like an hour ago. You got to get up in like what? Oh. 30 minutes or something to go to work. Super facts. Oh, I know. You know, you know who's up? okay? Go ahead, but I got another one for you. It was <laughs> he showed up as he showed up in Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh yeah, the uh, <laughs> Dillman the or whatever going up against Peralta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to figure out who did oh, the glitter bomb. God, Brooklyn Nine Nine is amazing. <laughs> no, I know uh, it is. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, Brooklyn Nine, Brooklyn Nine Nine is actually it's one of those where like I thought it was going to be like stupid, and I started watching. It, I'm like, this is so smart. This, this is just so... such a brilliant show. You're good. Oh, and some of the no. best cold opens. It is so stupid because it's so smart. It's so yeah, I think that's what it was. But like, I, I thought like seeing Andy Samberg, I thought it was going to be like a Lonely Island type thing. I thought it was just going to be like that stupid kind of comedy. But Andre Brower's character is <laughs> so good. <laughs> when, so good. Sorry, I know you got something else to say, but when they're trying to figure out why Amy's late in like the first couple seasons. <laughs> And and he's like, oh, I would like to play. <laughs> Dude, so you know that was uh, that last part was a uh, like it was a riff. Oh, hot damn! Uh, that's what that I was, was saying. not in the script. <laughs> that was not in the script. He just because threw that he's out. So, there. He's so he's so non. He just so <laughs> just the episode where they're trying to find his walnut pie. Oh my god. <laughs> But just, I laughed out loud. I was putting the kids down. I was in the kids' bedroom, and I had the ear earbuds in, and I was watching them do that, and he hit them with the hot damn, and I just busted out laughing, and Sawyer woke up and looked at me, and I was like, shh. It's okay. You're fine. <laughs> I couldn't help it, man. Gave me a hearty chuckle. 
Nice. All right, sorry. Sorry. What were you going to say, Trey? No, I was saying an, another person that I think that could pull off uh, Thunderbolt Ross that's in the like the right age group is Brian Cranston. Oh, yeah. Like him. He's he's got the intensity, like he could do the intensity when you need it. Um, and I could see him as the Red Hulk. Like I could see him with anger issues. Yeah, have you watched Breaking Bad? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I I can get down. I can get down with it. Anyways, but I'm just not at, you know, whatever. Um, all right, let's uh let's wrap this up so Pat can Pat can get some snoozles. Too late. Uh, yeah. So if you have any thoughts on Ahsoka, Wheel of Time, or the beginning of Loki, please hit us up Facebook, Instagram. You'll find us there. We'll interact with you if you interact with us. Uh, and with that, gentlemen, it has been once again a pleasure to be in your virtual company. And please, please stay geeky, my friends. Embrace your inner geek. That was a good yawn, TJ. Good that was a, that was a great yawn. Bye. Bye. We're out of here. We'll see you later. It, it won't let me turn off the recording. It's just spinning the whole time we've just, been talking. There's just, <laughs> <laughs> just a no. You can't touch this button. Happening. That'd be funny if it never actually started recording. I'll be so mad. <laughs> Especially since I got a recording little thing over in this side. But legit, over here, record is just doing this little circle spin, and it won't let me click on it. So we're going to just hang up. <laughs> we're going to hang up, and, and fingers crossed. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Good night, Jen. See you, boys.